and we are live. That's exactly the reason why the boys are here. I've got a co-host, Roy. Hello, boys. My name is Freddy Dos Santos. Hello guys, I'm Sofian Sarto. You are watching No Softed with my friends, Mr. and Roy. All the best, Trifilara. Edo, welcome to the No Softed podcast on the OLB. Before I say anything, like, subscribe. Tell your nunna, this is the Alpha Podcast. The Alpha Podcast, the best podcast in Cyprus. It's that simple. No disrespect to anyone else, but come on now. Come on. There are levels, yeah? Right, Gobelia. I think there's only one thing to talk about. In fact, there definitely is only one thing to talk about. As you can see from the ticker at the bottom, the La Cuda is no more. And the stream was no more, as you can see. <laughs> that has never happened. I don't know what the fuck happened there. But anyway, it is what it is. <laughs> Fucking hell. I'm no more, <laughs> clearly. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, so, yeah, uh, luck was gone. And um, I, I'm not going to lie to you, Gobelia. I'm not surprised in the slightest. In the slightest, because I think this was on the cards for a while. Um, Cyprus is a very small island. Everyone knows each other in one way, shape or form. And it's very difficult to keep secrets. As Papa Stavros said in his press conference the other day, you know, they tried to keep the news of the potential takeover under wraps and they couldn't do that. But news of Larko's departure hasn't come as a surprise to me. Um, we've heard murmurs in the past few weeks that he and Grigori have fallen out over transfers or over other things. We don't know the full details. I don't think we'll ever find out the full details, if I'm brutally honest. I think only Baba Stavroberg and people within the club were aware of it. I'd heard that there was some arguments between the powers that be, and here we are. Uh, technical director has gone. I'm going to add Chris. Hello. Who is there? Well, my face is too big. <laughs> this is too big. Turn the camera to the other side. I only Turn got your like phone. a minute because I'm about to start mixing in a bit. Okay, you're going to start mixing. So quickly, reaction to this. Come on. Work. I can't hear you too well. I can't hear you. No. I need subtitles. No. Do you want to go? You can go. Uh, yeah, yeah. You I'm can going. go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, it's a clusterfuck, isn't it? I think this kind of sums up our season, isn't it? Stop, start. Well, look, as I was saying, um, I heard that there was there was issues between Larko and Simo and and Grigori. I don't know the pattern who fell out with who. All I know that there was a, bit, a little bit of an issue between Grigori and, and Larko, and um, it looks like Baba Stavro has just put an end to it. Now, whether Larko asked to leave, I don't know. Um, <laughs> the problem is out somewhere else. Guess I'll leave that to you, Yorgo. Uh, you can you can put that up and I'll, I'll let you guys discuss it. But let's um 
let's rewind a little bit. Lahko, this would have been his third, his third year. He joined in 2019. And, um, you know, he, he came in uh, to replace Angel Gomez. And, um, yeah, a lot, a lot of changes were made. Uh, Anastasiu left, Henningberg came in. I don't know how much Lahko had in terms of the involvement. Obviously, he's more of a football man than Baba Stavro is and uh, Grigori. So I assume he was the guy that brought Henningberg in. And um, we won our first title since 2010 last season. Um, and let's not forget what Larko did in terms of transfers. I mean, in, in 2019, we signed Uzoho, Kiragiris, Pereira, Lesiak, Hubachan, Lang, Lufna, Gomez, um, Hen Ezra, who obviously didn't last too long, Botiak, Tiago, Ortega, Miku. Uh, in January 2020, Pantilimon came in, Akindola came in, and Akindola was fucking... Oof, and people are still talking about Akindola to this day. Last summer, we brought in Shehu, Kiko, Babuli, Asante, Sene, Duris. And we saw some players leaving. Pereira, obviously. Manrique went to Olympia Goz. Ortega left. Uh, Montes, Matt left. Um, and then in January this year, Choratska came in with Shepa. And obviously, we know about this summer's dealings. Um, but does anyone really know? Does anyone want to hazard a guess as to why these guys fell out? I don't know. From what I read in various news sources, news outlets, apparently Lachko was very open with his uh, feelings about how the club is being run in the background. And um, I think something must have happened this week for the, the straw to break the camel's back. Dabizas is coming, don't be silly. Don't be silly. Don't be surprised if Dabizas ends up at Newcastle, to be honest. <laughs> Lachko had responsibility of this year's team or not. Well, Dimitri, this could be one of the reasons why Larko left. Perhaps he was frustrated with the way that things were being done in the background. Perhaps some of the signings that were made in the summer were made under his nose. Now, I'm not saying that they did. I'm just saying perhaps. It's conjecture. It's not fact. And we can ask a million and one questions. But the first thing I want to start off with is what Baba Stavro said in the press conference the other day, because he said, we're going to continue as normal. We're not going to stop all the hard work that we did over the past couple of seasons. What, what, what's happened? Why has Lachko gone? Because clearly Lachko was pivotal in the signing of many players. Pivotal in, you know, Henningberg's time at the club. Was Lachko Henningberg's, I wouldn't say right-hand man, because that's um, the assistant, Sokolovsky, but... Could he be his left-hand man? We don't know. The next question is not what has happened, but how would this impact on money or long-term? Because apparently Lachko has been lined up for a move to uh, the, the Ethnigi to work with the national team. So what does this mean for money? Are we going to get a new technical director? Is that on the cards? And if so, who are they looking at? Have they made contact with someone else? Now, these deals don't happen overnight. Is there a possibility that Larko got wind that maybe Rigori and Baba Stavro had found someone else to take his role when he got upset about it? Again, if spots, maybe. It's all conjecture. I'm just throwing things here. Uncle Brutin, Lufna, Zaid, and once and for... Okay, well, this is if spots and maybe's, right? If spots and maybe's. Let's have a look. 
It must have been luck or teasing both for the Redondo. You're still talking about this. This Redondo thing. Leave leave Henningberg alone, man. He fucking won the treble, man. Jesus Christ. Um, so th this, as I said, this hasn't come as a surprise to me. Uh, a lot of people have been messaging me tonight, telling me the news. I Obviously, I didn't say I'm the first to know, but I spend a lot of time on the internet. And uh, I got a message from someone on Instagram saying, have you seen this news? And I was like, ah, it wasn't, wow. It was like, okay, well, what's next? And what is next, Corbella? What do we do? Are we, are we going to sit on this and can, keep asking why, why, why? Because this season has been a soap opera, hasn't it? From the start of the season, it's been nothing but problemada. Nothing but problemada. Um... What does this mean for Henningberg in the summer? His contract is up. You know, if we don't end up in the top six, then there's a, there's going to be a big problem. There's going to be a big problem. And I really hope that this, this decision uh, doesn't cause Henningberg to quit before the end of the season. You know, the international break has come at a, an okay time for us. All right, we got a good victory against Ethnigar. Um... And sometimes when you get a good victory after a bad run of form, you don't want any breaks because it slows down your momentum. But at the same time, we still have players to come back. Fabi is injured. We don't know how long he's going to be out for. Well, Zoho's obviously got COVID. Um, he'll be back by the time the, the league resumes. But uh, it's, it's just been a mess, Gobelia. It's been an utter mess. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I mean, on... on um, on the 24 Sports, they're saying that, according to the information that they've got, Baba Stavro decided to to proceed with the dismissal of Larko because he wasn't happy with his job, with how he was working. I don't know. I'm not too sure about that because Larko signed the contract till the end of the season. So, surely they should have held on until the end of the season to let him go. But did it come to a point where his position was untenable and there was no coming back from it? Either way, it's sad. I think it's grimmer, in all fairness, because, again, it goes back to what Baba Stavro said. We're not going to change anything. Well, here we are. Larku's gone. The Larkuda's gone. The transfer beast has gone. So what does this mean for January as well? I thought we're looking for a number 10. Uh, I've heard a rumour, again, don't quote me on this. I've heard the rumour that Larko was telling a couple of players after the transfer window closed in the summer that they could leave. Again, it's a rumour. I shouldn't be talking about things I don't have facts about. But again, could that be another thing? Did he upset a few of the players? Speaking to one player in particular earlier on, he didn't know anything about it. He was actually shocked to find out from me. I was like, Giza, this is what's happened. They were like, what? Are you fucking serious? So again, it's, it's it's very strange. It's very very strange. Uh, it's just a rumours that Hubichan wants to leave in January, and that Larko is going to up. Oh, well, Hubichan leaving wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me at all. He's another player that's out of contract in the summer. If he has personal issues, which again, rumours, perhaps he wants to go back home. No problem. Larko to go to Abuel. Mm. Now that wouldn't sit right, would it? That would he do that? Do you think he'd do that? 
again, there are rumors that he's going to work for the national team. I don't know. I don't know. That, that, yeah, that, that gave me chill bumps, to be honest. I don't know what's happening in Omonia lately. It feels like the environment is not as it used to be. Yeah, you're right. And <laughs> this is the thing. After the Baba Stavro uh, press conference, I felt, yeah, this is what we want to hear. Like, it seems that everyone is singing from the same song sheet. You know, everyone's in, in tandem. Clearly, the uh, the issue with, with Larkwin and whoever the, is in the club uh, it continues. But we just got to move on. There's nothing else we can do, Gobelia. And I'm doing this this stream because I want you guys to get involved and tell me your thoughts. I'm gonna put the uh I'm gonna put the, the StreamYard link here if you guys want to jump on. Feel free to do so. It's right there in the comments, right here. Let me just bring it up right here, as you can see. Click it. You don't have to have your camera on. You know, if you just want to talk with no camera, no problem. I'm happy with that. Uh let's have a look. Bedra. Two things. One, the fitness coach. No. One, the fitness coach failure, and two, the business plan of Baba Stavro now is that he's not selling the club. Is this part of a bigger plan? Possibly. And we don't know what the future holds. And I think that's that's what is worrying us most. When things like this happen, there's a lot of uncertainty. It means we're sitting there. You know, we read the newspapers and we hear things, and you know. We don't know what's going on, and no one's going to tell us. I'm going to get Pedro on. Pedro was on on the last show, and he's back again. Pedro, yes, sir. Hey, man, what's up? Kalispera, how you doing? Um, I'm hanging in there. I'm good. I'm good. All is good. Hanging in there? What do you mean hanging in there? Is it life that bad? Um, rough days at work. <laughs> ah, ah, ducks. No worries. Well, I guess this news hasn't helped, has it, Philemon? Tell me what's going on. I haven't got a clue what the fuck is going on, man. I don't know who we are. Are we the bold and the beautiful or fucking dynasty this year? I mean, what the <laughs> hell? Camping. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, we need uh, one disaster. I don't know if it is one disaster after the other, but it sh we sure have been making the <laughs> the news almost every single day for one reason or another, and usually it's been for bad reasons, nothing good showing up. I think the the hype we have had this year was last week's win. Holy shit! Sorry, they say they, say they say a week is a long time in football, isn't there? But in Cyprus, <laughs> a week is almost an eternity, isn't there? No, no, it's not even an eternity. You know why? Because in Cyprus, when they finish the game all week long, they speak about the coming game. Then the game finishes, and for the following week until the next game, they talk about the game that's finished. So it's like a 24-7 football season here in Cyprus. I don't know what the hell. And having news like this definitely is not helping out. <laughs> so what do you think has happened for him to leave? Uh, well, from my experience from the club, something drastic happened. He, uh, I, I doubt it would have been an easy decision to let Larka go. Because... Uh, is uh, he's an ammoniadis. Uh, so I'm definitely sure it wasn't an easy decision from either side to let him go. But at the same time, for him to be dismissed this way, something really has been done in a, not a positive way. I, I'm not really sure. I want to know, to be honest. 
the thing is, he doesn't seem like a divisive character, someone that would cause trouble. Exactly. He seems, exactly. He seems like he wants what's best know. for the club. Exactly. That's the reason I don't want to know what happened because I'm sure he's not going to be something very pleasant. That's, a, that's why I don't want to know what happened. The thing is that the, the players I've spoken to past and present at the club who have worked with him, that know him, um, you know, I've messaged a couple of other players who are no longer with the club and this was a couple, what time did I message about? An hour ago? I'm not going to mention the, the player's name. And I says like, he's gone. And they're like, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, he's gone. He didn't, like I said, he didn't surprise me, but to everyone else it's a surprise because obviously if you're not following the club and know what, what happens in the background, like I said, I don't know what happens in the background, but I've been hearing murmurs for the past few weeks now so when it happened it wasn't a surprise but everyone is this, this is like a massive shock to everyone at this moment in time that obviously isn't privy to, to what happened it's a massive shock because uh, what Omonia fans know about Laku is that he's a guy that we had as a coach that is very good he's a guy that stepped in in the tough days of Omonia he brought in good players first year okay it didn't go so good with uh uh, the first signings and everything. But then for the last two years, we've been immaculate. We've been excellent. And knowing Laku, he's a hard worker. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Something is fishy. I heard a rumour, again, I don't want to shit stir because that's not what we like doing here. But again, there's no smoke without fire. But then again, there's also bullshit. There's no... There's no smell without bullshit, so to speak. I heard a rumour that perhaps there's a fallout between Laku and Rigori with regards to certain transfers that were made this summer. Now, I've questioned a couple of them. But then again, would would Rigori go out of his way to sign players um, under um, Laku's nose? I don't think that... I don't think so. I don't think so because uh, Laku was supposedly speaking... Directly with uh, uh, Baba Stavro in concern with the money spending for the players and things like that. So he had a budget to follow. And he would come, he would say, Is this player, he wants this much money. I doubt the Rivoris could even step in, in those shoes. I doubt it big time. Mm. Well, there's a message here from Stavro saying, Rumor is that Simo is going to take his place. Now, how big a role has Simo got at the club? Uh, is he a okay. person of, of major influence? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I don't think Simos was always number two. Mm. I, I no, he can't feel Larko's shoes. He's got more. First of all, Larko has more connections. Definitely, Simos has connections. But don't forget that he was the second hand of Larko. So we don't know if any of those connections have been have been transferred to Simot. We don't we don't know what's behind the story. And then that's why I said uh, it's a bit strange for me, especially the timing. The timing is this, uh, is the reason that makes me not want to know what happened because I think it's going to be something pretty bad. Yeah, and um, it, it, at this stage of the season, it, it, it baffles me as to why it's happened. The only... The only explanation I can give is that they've they found someone else that can take the role. Because you can't let go of your technical director at this stage of the season, just when we're starting to get going. It, 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 obviously, it's not right. Something isn't right, 100%. But 
you know, it's it's difficult to. Okay, to one theory, one theory that I have in mind: is he a scapegoat? Is Laku the scapegoat for the year? It is a possibility if you think about it. He comes right, let's say half uh, half of the season, the middle of the season. The team hasn't been doing that great. Most probably, we won't be champions. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. You, you know, among others, we're used to not being champions. It's not like uh, you can expect to be champion every year. You're not playing by yourself. So I'm thinking, is he the scapegoat? I hope not. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Bedo, let me get Stefano on. Maybe you two can have a little Govenda as well, because I'm interested to hear what Stefano has to say. He's a... Okay. He's one of the youngsters. He's got, obviously got a few things to say as well. Yasu Stefano. Yasu Stel. Sagala. Hello, Petros. Yasu Stefano, tell us your thoughts and maybe you and Pedro can come up with some ideas to what the fuck has gone on, man. Well, I don't know. I was sitting at home and I've heard the news like Darko left. And I was like, what? How did that happen? I don't know. Maybe... It came like kind of an uh, expected, maybe because I've heard some things, you know, what happened in the summer, and I was like, maybe because that's one of the main reasons why he left, because he had disagreements with the signings and with some players that we wanted to sign, and you know, between the decisions and the, they couldn't find uh, the right, you know, agreement between them, and maybe that's why because you know he left because he got fed up. And, you know, they had the argument we, between Grigori and uh, he left. I don't know. It's, it's a strange one. Uh, but you know what? Yeah, I would agree with you that maybe Laku is fed up about something. But he's not the kind of person that we just step off in the middle of the year. Yeah. And he loves Amonia as well. Like, he wouldn't do that, that at all. If he was going to leave, he was going to leave the end. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Like Michael Edwards from Liverpool as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we've got someone lined up. We're going to take him. We're going to swap. Liverpool for him. <laughs> well, I think Liverpool got someone else lined up to take Michael Edwards' job. So they've ear they earmarked someone before they. Uh, and to be honest, it doesn't. Michael Edwards wasn't a sudden thing, was it? It's, it's been a gradual thing. It's been, you know, rumbling about. I think it was even announced before he he left, kind of thing. So. Yeah, you know, in they, the summer. They had the, yeah, the, the wheels were in motion. But he got fed up with, with the owners. Yeah. As yeah. well. Uh, no, FSG. No. They're buy a sell, buy to sell club in Liverpool. Mm. And he was like, nah, I can't do any negotiations with you guys. I've done already enough. This is it. I'm out. Mm. And I think he's going to Real Madrid or something like that. Yeah. Well, um, there's a comment here. Simo was the person who selected Shehu and Banayodo. Not bad signings, to be honest. And if Nuna Assis wasn't an agent, he'd be the best to take over. He doesn't answer his DMs. So, I, I don't know. <laughs> Another one here. Grigori is probably the one to blame. Obviously, I hope it's not true. But, hey, we'll see. Um, I'm, I'm just... I'm just... I, I don't know what to say. I, don't, I really don't know what to say. It, it, do you know what? It's more of a concern because we were led to believe that everything was getting back on track, that exactly. everything was... was getting to a certain level and now we're back at that uncertainty and what you know what if there was a game at the weekend I think that would have been the worst thing for us as well oh because, yeah big time, big time. yeah you know now it's international break 
as yeah, well. We at, least we have, at least we have time to get someone, maybe. I don't know. A yeah. football director. That's the yeah. thing. That's the DJ. There's one. one. <laughs> 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 yeah, the only connection of Laku is uh, Caravida. Sorry, my, my eyesight is shit. After uh, Fallout Caravida's Laku wasn't bringing anything to the team. In addition, the relationship between him and Berg was not the best. That's an interesting one, Adamo. That's an interesting one because I didn't get the impression that Berg and Larko had any issues because you see, okay, picture is worth a thousand words, as I say, but sometimes it doesn't give you the full picture. Um, and you see them standing next to each other you know, in training sessions or on the coach, uh, coming off the coach, going in European games or whatever, and everything seemed all right. But again, I think Henning Berg is the one that's going to suffer the most out of all of this. Because he's probably sitting thinking, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what is going on? I'm trying to turn things around on the pitch. But off the pitch, there's more problems than there is on it. Exactly. Yeah, there have been problems off the pitch before. That's why one of the main reasons why we're underperforming as well. With the owner, this thing as well brings an extra stress towards everything. We're yeah, trying to build something now uh, and form confidence in the pitch. And out of the pitch, everything is just... It's a shit show. It's a shit mm. show, man. Honestly. Uh, just something else about the last comment that you've put up, uh, Stel. Uh, that Lacu's only connection was Caravida. This one, yeah? Uh, I completely disagree. And the the reason I would uh, I would disagree with that is that Caravida's players that were in Omonia have not been playing. And we got rid of all of them. They were either sent on loan or they didn't play at all or they didn't stay in the team. Mm. Yeah. And other players came. Some of them you mentioned a little while ago at the beginning, where when you were talking about the people that came and left and that went on loan and stuff like that. Or Jean Pereira. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. You know, he was a I liked him. He was a good player. And I know that the reason he didn't stay in Omonia. It's because of bloody Caravida. Mm. Did you know that? Bloody lobster. Okay. <laughs> it's, all, it's, it's all politics, man. It's all politics. And it's, it's all mad. Let's, let's see what other comments we've got here. Let's have a look. We should show more respect to him. Laco brought Berg as well. Laco says uncle after his first catastrophic year. Laco, after the defeat from Olympia Goz during his first year, suggested to the board of Ammonia the dismissal of Berg. Who remembers Dagi's Lemonese? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Information says that Berg was not expecting the immediate termination of Laco. So, again, everyone has information from, from various sources. But, again, it, we're just putting it all together. You know, it's like when my daughter has plasticine. She has red, yellow, green, blue, and she sticks it all together. And you've got one gadastasi. That's, that's what it is at this moment in time. That's ammonia. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But this is the story of our season, though. <laughs> story of our season. It's a fucking soap opera. I don't even think them cunts across the road had the same mm. problems last season, did they? They're bloody enjoying it now. You know how much they enjoy this? They enjoy They're laughing at us. Oh, yeah. They, they, they enjoy what's yeah. happening. Yeah. And I hate, yeah. I hate that we're giving them this enjoyment, to be honest. Someone said earlier that Laku might go to Abu. Can you see that happening? Oh my god. No, I don't think don't give so. me that picture. That would be a nightmare. You know what? Larko as well, he came in uh, as a replacement for Neofi what is his name? Dagis Lemonis. Mm. 
Hmm. He came in in a complete like it wasn't a good season at all after we won the league. Same. Does it remind you of something? It wasn't as bad as now, but you know we were underperforming. He came in, you know he steadied the ship, won two two trophies in a row. You know he did all right as a manager as well. He did wonders, and now as a football director, he done wonders as well. Yeah, yeah, but you know there's always something more to what we assume, and you know for him to get the sack. This uh, it must be big, unless it's just a snowball effect of just constant arguing, constant bickering, constant whatever it is, constant disagreements. That's the only way I can I can think has happened. That you know it's it's just too much now. And um, Papa Stavros said, right, let's just get rid of Larku because he's the problem, and that's it. We we don't know, we don't know. But I, I'm just um, I'm just more concerned as to where what, what that means for us for the rest of the season. Because as I said before, we were gathering some momentum. We got a victory against Ethnikos, a very good performance. Um, you know, we got Europa League. We're still technically in the competition. Um, and we got some great youngsters coming through and playing in the first team. So <laughs> what does that mean for them as well? Now, who is going to come in to take that job, do you, do you reckon, guys? Have you, have you got a... Do you want to guess? Shot in the dark? I haven't got a clue in hell. I don't know. Mitchell Salgado. Isn't he at Buffalo? He is. He's working for Buffalo. Wasn't get? Salgado working for, for Buffalo? I'm not sure. I think, yeah. No. Uh, I don't, then again, we're going to go to the old system where we didn't have a technical manager. Yeah. Possibly. Uh, Possibly. But I don't think our will accept something like that. No. no. We'll put it this way. If, if it comes down to, look, a lot of managers, like, let's say, for example, Henningberg wants to sign a player in, the, in, in January. He's going to say, right, I want this player. Who's going to go out and do the negotiating? Who's the football man? Because you do need someone that knows the game doing that role. You can't have like a Ed Woodward, for example, that knows nothing about football, just knows business. You can't have that person there. But Lachko oh, obviously is is Omonia. He he knows the club's DNA. He knows, how, for crying out loud, you know, we there's nothing more to say about him that we haven't already said. But Andros says that he's hundred percent that he will go up well. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Maybe they just they want to bring him just to fucking spite us. You never know. Yeah, um, my yeah, my dad does those things still. Put me as a technical director. Am I good at it? Well. I'd do it. I'd do it a drop of a hat. 100%. And I can, and I can get you some plays as well. My, my fucking words. One, one of my... Actually, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to go to my professional side. I'm not going to go to my uh, professional side. Well, if um, you're going to be doing that, two blasts on you. <laughs> Listen, the, the way that I'm outspoken in, in comparison to Larko, they'll want to hire him. They want to bring him back. Let's get rid of Charlie and bring Larko back because he's worse. Yeah, <laughs> I'll call everyone cuts, I don't care. We <laughs> <laughs> good entertainment though for you lot. I'll tell you this for now. Me struggling to, to speak Greek. Um, then you don't know very well Larko. Larko was and is a support of uh, Garavidas as to if he'll go about it's a possibility after all he is a professional in inverted commas. Adama, you don't like Larko, do you? <laughs> Oh, blimey. Will Shehu renew his contract? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
But yeah, I, I don't know what else to say, Cobella. I don't know what else to say. But um, listen, we just got to look forward now, isn't it? Just got to look forward. Yeah. There's, there's nothing. Aris. The first thing get us that under twenty. He's under twenty, actually. He's actually under twenty. He knows what I'm talking about. He know he knows because he knows me. But um, yeah, uh, shit to know. Yeah, we, no. We, like I said, we need someone that's going to come in that knows about the Cypriot league as well. That's that's another important factor. Mm. They need to know the league because it's all well and good talking about getting someone from Spain or from Germany or whatever. But Cyprus is a different world, man. It comes to football, it's a different world. You know, like in, which teams now do have a, a technical manager? I, yep. Uh, uh, I don't know I'm if Petridis counts as a technical manager for Abuel. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Abuelonas has who? Uh, it's Skembri. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's Skembri. Yeah, even though he's not pulling the strings, though they ha he has that title, yeah. Mm, who else? Who else? Uh, I don't have anyone. It's it's just the the president and um, and uh, yeah, the manager's just doing everything. Yeah, yeah. Guess, it's just them two. Um, so the, the, we can say that the only team with the real technical manager is Aek. Mm -hmm. And usually, the technical managers that were involved uh, in AEC knew the Cyprus League. Mm. They used to be either players of AEC or played in Cyprus, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, probably right. Remember though. when uh, uh, Croy's uh, son came to AEC? Yuri. What was it? What was his name? Yuri. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't know anything about the Cypriot League. He's yeah, someone that came. Israel. He went to Israel. He went to. Oh yeah, it's kind of same. Maybe we get like someone uh, similar to him as well. Maybe if there is someone, I don't know. Or maybe they don't want anyone. Maybe they don't maybe. want anyone. Maybe. So you know, if if they look put it this way, if they're confident of getting deals over the line, then they won't bring in anyone. But they 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 need someone there to. To, to just to talk about the club, you know, when I, I've, I've spoken to previous players like Kafu, for example, uh, was telling me that was telling us that um, Ralphman picked him up at the airport, you know, and he took yeah. him around the club and what kind of stuff. This is a and good shout. Him, yeah. This is a good shout, there, Yorgo. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. this is a good shout. Okay, now listen to this one, Jordi. It's his last year of playing football, and he knows it. Mm. Everyone, if you looked at the interviews last year, when they were asking the players the question, who would you see in the team as uh, a technical manager, they all said Jordi. And he has connections. He knows players. So oh, yes. maybe maybe Yori now will be taking a new role in Ammonia. Mm -hmm. And it could be a good thing for him from a learning curve because eventually he's going to want to go back to Spain anyway. Yeah. So you know, you yeah, never maybe. know. You never mm -hmm. know. And let's be honest. And I'm not. I'm not just saying this. You know, with Barcelona bringing in Xavi, perhaps in four or five years' time they're going to want someone there that knows the club. And and Yordi was yeah, in their yeah. academy, wasn't he? You know, with uh, with uh, Orlandi. 
So with Messi, you know, yeah, with Messi, yeah, and uh, uh, Orlandi. So yeah, that'll be that'll be a very very interesting one. Let's have a look at this. <laughs> Grigori Berglarku, the the Bermuda <laughs> Triangle. <laughs> well, yeah, but people do people ever get lost in that one? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. might get lost in that one. <laughs> am, am I mean? Am I too mean to him? What's your opinion on on Simo, gentlemen? What's your What's your opinion on him? To be honest, I always saw him as uh, the sideshow man, that the man that was there to help out at his best abilities for Larku and the uh, connection between Larku and Beck. Hmm. Uh, so uh, I'm not very familiar with the guy. I, I don't know what yeah. other abilities he might have. Uh, that's, as, that's what I know. Just knocking his door and say, Simo, what do you do? <laughs> what's, what's, your, what's, your, what's your job role? What's your well, job obviously, obviously, the guy had to go during the transfers. He had to travel. He had to look at players. He, not everyone can be at the same point at the same time. You don't look at the one player. You, you don't get uh, invitations from players that want to sign into Ammonia and be able to look at all of them. Laku cannot do everything, but he's not a one-man uh, position, you need a helping hand. What, what so? What, what's the backstory with uh, Simo anyway? Like, does he have a what kind of background does he come from? I'm I'm a bit clueless when it comes to him. Makes two of us. I don't know anything about him. Does, does he come from like a business background? Do you know what? I'm gonna do I'm gonna do some research yeah, right now. You, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna do something right now while I'm doing. So I'm not gonna bring it up on screen because it's under a beer. But, Uncle um, Google knows everything. Huh? Uncle Google knows everything. Mm. Uh, so does so does LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. Especially when like, when he's got a profile. I mean, like, I don't want to disrespect the guy. He was yeah, he was assistant manager at Nortosi between 2017 and 2018. Apparently, he was the assistant manager of the Cypriot national team for a year. Um, he oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he spent yeah. a lot of time. At, uh, well, he spent some time at Abolon, Abep. So yeah, he's got a coaching background. Um, is he good yeah. though? That's uh, yeah. So that's that's well, that's that's his uh, his background. There you go. There you go. Larko suggested Simo for sure to bring him so, in. There you go. To bring him uh, in. So Simo could be the number one uh, technical manager now, and maybe someone else will be coming in as a number two. Yep. Yep. But we had another member of our, our um, physio staff leave this week as well. We had another another member of staff from the uh, from the uh, med the medicine the sports medicine team. Um, so yes, again, people are leaving left, right, and centre, which is uh, a bit of a concern. <laughs> a bit of a concern. I, I don't know what else to say, boys. It's just uh, ugh, at the moment. And no matter what, I can guarantee one thing for sure. The radio shows tomorrow is going to be something that will be giving you a headache. Mm. If, you, if you're going to be hearing the sports channels tomorrow, the sports radios in Cyprus, fuck me, uh, I'm not going to switch any of them on. It was uh, uh, Nikos Christodoulou who left from the, uh, the sports medicine team. Okay. So yeah, yeah, so he, he left. Right. Uh, we had that this amazing success from last year. Now everyone is leaving. That we were supposed to keep this. Yeah, 
to Nongormo, as Ponde, and we just let it go just like that because of yeah. some argument. Yeah, I understand you have some arguments with some people, but those who help you to be successful, to be there, and especially with uh, Papadakis, who kept the player shape at a very well, sh- well, like sharpness, hmm. keep him at least. Keep those who help you. Like, it's very important. So you can go on again and again. And you let yeah. them leave. That's my well, the best. The thing is, though, a lot, a lot of people in the, in the chat have been suggesting that maybe, you know, one, one person su- said that Lackle wanted Berg to leave. Another one said something else. So, again, there's, there's conflicting information. Um, but it, it, just, it just boils down to the fact that when you've got a structure, you need to stick to that structure. If it's successful, mm-hmm. if it ain't broken, don't fix it. Don't right? fix it. And, you know, I, I've always said, and I've spoken to many footballers in the past, and they said, yeah, players argue, managers argue with chairman, etc., etc. But unless it's completely irreparable, you just go on with it for the sake of the team. So obviously mm-hmm. something massive has happened. For for the, it to just end like this, and like, as I said, at this stage of the season, we're not even halfway through. We're not, and I fully trusted them. To be fair, and I backed them, Sorry. and I was like, yeah. oh, you know what, well, we're gonna be all right. Naharamaste, uh, yes, and everything just went to completely. Um, I don't know. There's, some, there's a question here from Yorgo. Does this sacking have to do with the team underperforming? I'm sure there's other factors to this we're not aware of. Now, that's a good question. And the reason why I say it's a good question, because you, you tend to find that when a team is doing badly, the first person that they will go for is the manager to get rid of, right? But on this occasion, Henningberg is still in the job. So who's the next one to go? It's not going to be Sokolovsky. It's not going to be, you know, who's it going to be? Well, they're, they're going to go for the one that's the, the, the troublemaker, you know? They're going to go for you know, the scapegoat, yeah. Is that what they've done with Lachko, do you think? Maybe. Well, I already, I, I already told you. Uh, I hope that he's not the scapegoat of the team because of the performance. No, no. Not his fault. I don't know. I don't know. Check today's training live video at 5.05. I will do that after the stream, for sure. I will do that on the stream, after the stream, 100%. So, yeah. Boys, look, I'm going to let you guys go because I think we've done 43 minutes. Um, yeah, thank you for jumping on. Really appreciate it again. No problem. And, uh, we'll do this again. Hopefully, there's going to be a stream tomorrow. I've got a I'm going to tell you what. Yeah, there's going to be a stream tomorrow because we're going to tune into Ammonia and the Restless. <laughs> 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 well, uh, listen, you can't call it friends anymore, can you? <laughs> no, no. No, no. <laughs> so, which one is uh, which one is Ross? <laughs> Who's Ross? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I want to be the bad guy for a change. <laughs> I think. Um, I think. Well, I'm a Chandler. Uh, no, no, no. I think. I think uh, Sokolovsky is is uh, Chandler. I think Berg is Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lafko has got to be Rachel because they yeah. split up. Now. <laughs> Oh, what the hell? I can always be a Joey. Joey, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be Monica with my OCD. <laughs> so be right. Boys, the other thank one. you very much. Uh, which one? Oh, Phoebe. Phoebe, yeah. 
Yeah, Phoebe will <laughs> Phoebe will probably be Rory. You know? No, no, like <laughs> Roy. Roy. <laughs> <laughs> No, in that case, then then Chris has got to be Joey. Uh, <laughs> you, you're putting it that way, Chris has got to be Joey. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, boys, thank you very much for jumping on. Really appreciate it. And um, hope you guys will be back on sometime soon, yeah? Yep. Yeah. Have a nice day. There we go. We had to bring in three players to elevate our level. The last two transfer windows have not been successful and we have to admit it. Um, yeah, the I think January was a success because we brought in Shepard that got us the goals. Eight goals, I think it was. Um, but yeah, this summer has been a tad disappointing. Um, but what can we do, Adamo? What can we do? Uh, we just got to hope that January they go balls deep and, and bring in some players. I just hope that they don't sign players just to please the fans. I hope they make the right signings. That's vital as far as I'm concerned. Um, Alexi says, maybe they didn't want to work with Rigori anymore. Maybe, Alexi. Again, so many suggestions, so much interaction. We've done 45 minutes, Gobelia. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for your comments. Um, you know, we, Roy and I and Chris always say that without you guys, there's no point in us doing this because you keep us going. And um, we appreciate your support. We appreciate everything you've done for us. And that's it. So before I wrap it up, like, subscribe, tell your nunna. Um, and we'll be back very, very soon. In fact, we'll be back tomorrow with a surprise guest or two. So until next time, Gobelia, keep your heads up. Here we go.